Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something. Something. Bravo. Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Incomplete. Is he only 37? How important is this football game? Darius Johnson come in at the defensive back positions. The throw is John Mobley broken up. And the Broncos are celebrating on the near sidelines. Elway boots and rolls to his right, stops, loads it up, throws down deep in the middle of the field. Brad Smith's got it. Here we go. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Brad Smith, Denver touchdown. Hey, I got three reminders, all right? Three reminders, okay? Breathe! All right, don't forget to breathe out here, okay? Have fun and compete your ass off, all right? You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch on this very special Super Bowl edition of Something Something Broncos. And this is the special super duper big game, right? You can't say Super Bowl now, right? Like, are we going to get in trouble? Do you have the SB Nation lawyers? Just in case one of us says Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, I always like those commercials during the Super Bowl that are like, when you're watching the big game yeah but that's because they can, they're not a sponsor but we're a news site this is news this is news if dmac is news we're news 100 <laughs> percent. well so okay so going forward bronco as broncos fans we have a lot of uh feelings there's some there's some really great moments and a lot of really bad moments um 
in, in Broncos Super Bowl history. And so before we give you our take on this Sunday's game, let's take a, a stroll down memory lane. You know what we can do? High moment as a Bronco fan. Low is your low moment. And then Super. Buffalo is just, and, and it doesn't have to be a Bronco Super Bowl. It can be any Super Bowl you want to talk about. High, low, Buffalo hmm. in the spirit of Super Bowl's past. Tim, would you like to start us off? You can you can go high, you can go low, you can go Buffalo. I will start with the negative so I can end on a positive, right? <laughs> so my Super Bowl low for the Broncos, uh, probably somewhere in the first quarter of the Super Bowl against the 49ers. I was like 11 or something, and I lived in Northern California, and everybody was a 49ers fan. <laughs> and... By the second quarter, I was starting to hear about ah, 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 Broncos suck, and I just I left. And we had a party. Uh, I was at home, but everybody everywhere was a 49ers fan, and we had people over that were obviously 49ers fans. And the next day at school, obviously, I was the only Broncos fan everybody knew, so it was just miserable. I was just picked on and teased. <laughs> Just were you wearing any gear? Worst. I only had Broncos clothes back then, man. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was my identity because I was the only Broncos fan in, in the region. And What would 11-year-old Bronco fan Tim wear? Like, what was, like, your go-to? Uh, well, my go-to was obviously my parka because that was expensive back then. And that was, like, big jacket, orange and blue Bronco, big Bronco D on the back. Yeah, that was awesome. That was my go-to, which was tough because for most months in Northern California, it was 110 degrees. Of course, Tim is just like sweating, sweating his ass <laughs> off in this, this overstuffed Broncos, like like Wade Phillips sweat less in his jacket. Like, <laughs> hey, ride or die. <laughs> yeah. Lori, would you like to share your low? I mean, truthfully, the the lows that were more impactful were actually the years that we should have gone to the Super Bowl and we didn't make it, the Jaguars game in 96 and then the Ravens game in 2012. But since we're sticking to Super Bowls, I think it would have been the Redskins game because that year, a bunch of my friends from my gymnastics team, we all went skiing that, that weekend and we had this big you know, Super Bowl party in the condo. We had like all the food and we all went skiing in the morning and got all ready for the game and we're so excited and it's... 10 nothing the first quarter and we're like this is so awesome and then the second quarter the Redskins scored 35 unanswered points <laughs> it was like oh no here we go after that second quarter I didn't even watch the rest of the Super Bowl we just went skiing because there was clearly no reason to stay inside and watch any more football so you're you're hitting the slopes with with tears just streaming down my eyes like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I didn't run into a tree the snot because it's cold it's just yes. like it's just there like yeah i i've dumb I can, and dumber ass yeah i can see it okay so for that super bowl what kind of gear well i was wearing i was wearing my ski pants and i had a i had my favorite t-shirt it was like a baseball shirt with you know like the three-quarter sleeves with a different color oh yeah yeah and i i currently have like a similar shirt that I bought specifically because it reminded me of the of that, which was my favorite one. And then it had the the old school Broncos D right in the middle. You know, I was talking to my sister over the weekend, and 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 I guess in the eighties, like snow pants were optional when you went skiing. 
because she was telling a story about how she would ski in uh, like this pair of uh, white guest jeans. And it was- if it were warm enough, we'd ski. I skied in my jeans or my corduroys. When I lived in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, way back in the mid 80s, I remember I had took skiing lessons and I wore jeans. Were they white no, guest jeans? They were they were regular. I don't know, whatever my parents made me wear. I was they like were mom first jeans. grade. You were wearing mom <laughs> jeans. That was I re- I just remember being soaked and frozen to the bone when I got home. When I first started skiing, we would joke about how you could always tell who the skiers from texas were because they were the only ones with matching ski outfits and everybody who was a local or just from colorado was always wearing jeans and a sweatshirt and you know like nothing matched maybe they had gloves maybe not (laughs) it wasn't until later uh in his ski career that tim learned that um the jeans would not get wet and if you um cut them off and made them into a pair of sassy jean shorts (laughs) i had a pair of those too <laughs> well, and it was the '80s. You know, they weren't—they uh, weren't south of the knee. They rode high. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so for me, my low. Um, I decided that when we played the Seahawks, I was totally okay with going to a Super Bowl party that was in San Diego. I was living in Los Angeles, and so I drove down to San Diego. And my buddy's uh, parents were there and his wife and a bunch of their friends who are all Packers fans. And um, we all know how that Super Bowl went down. Uh, And, you know, we had a flag hanging from the balcony of the of the hotel room. And and I myself was uh, I don't even know what I was I was wearing probably my Peyton Manning jersey. And and I remember waking up that morning and getting dressed. I was like so excited. And the first tragedy of the day uh, was I didn't have my uh, orange underpants that I wear on every Bronco game day. Uh, I had left them in Los Angeles. And I legit was like considering like I could drive back. I could drive. It's like two hours. I could be back in time to kick off. <laughs> so I, that Super Bowl loss is your fault. It, it totally is. Totally is. It is my fault. I the I left my underpants at home. Underpants yeah. are optional. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then yeah, and then do you guys remember that Philip Seymour Hoffman died like shortly after my underpants were found missing? <laughs> I I didn't know it had anything to do with your underpants missing, but well, that's right. So not only did the Broncos lose the Super Bowl, but I may have killed Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> Who was on the grassy knoll and I, who killed Philip Seymour I, Hoffman? That's his underpants. I have a lot. I have a lot of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> like the highlight of that Super Bowl was when Thunder ran out on the field, like before in the pregame, and I was like, yeah, we're going to win. It's awesome. Wes Wilker. And, and. Four horsemen. It, yeah. And it never, and like the game never started. It never started, no, and so, it, no. so at halftime, uh, we all went down to the pool at the hotel and just kind of like stared at each other. Like it was like almost like a Christian rock band uh, cover. <laughs> like it was like it was like we were all looking in other directions and not, you know, trying to show any emotion. It was really, it was really terrible. Um, and then I the got a drive. Best analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then I got to drive back uh, to Los Angeles from San Diego, uh, all the while listening to the, uh, the recap about how we had just been completely destroyed in the Super Bowl. Uh, and every every few miles or so, my wife's family, who are from Seattle. And I, I may have talked a little bit of, tra- a lot of trash. I talked a lot of trash, like the greatest offense in the history of the NFL. It wasn't going to be stopped by anybody and certainly not the Seattle Seahawks. Are you serious? <laughs> Jokers, like no way. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah. So like Lori, I was uh, I fighting back the tears as I was driving north on uh, on the five freeway. You know what's yeah. so funny is when you asked us of our worst Super Bowl, like I immediately go to the three Super Bowls that Elway lost, but I completely have forgotten about the Seahawks Super Bowl. That whole Super Bowl was crushing to watch Peyton Manning have to lose like that. So that probably would be, in terms of the emotional impact, that was probably it. But I completely forgot about it. Well, well, at least we know it wasn't Manning's fault. It was uh, Jess's fault. Yeah. 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 John Fox will be so relieved to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. He's still taking a knee. He won't even see it. Uh, he's like, we gotta, we gotta open up these doors here in the practice facility. This is what we need. This is the type of preparation that will yeah. separate us from. Stuck, Let's go. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So Tim, why don't you, uh, why don't you lead us off with the, with the high of the low, of the Buffalo? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the first quarter of Super Bowl Fifty because they were playing MVP Cam Newton, the best offense in the league. And, you know, they just barely held off Tom Brady and the Patriots. But when Von Miller came around the edge and strip sacked and they scored a touchdown, oh, man, that feeling. It was like, oh, my God, we can do this. We're going to oh actually God, win this, this is, game. Oh, my God, this is happening. All them experts were wrong. Oh, my God. I agree. When he strip sacked Cam Newton, I was like, we've won. I, like, I don't care yeah, what else happens. There's no way we're not winning this game. Super Bowl 32 is probably the most special in my heart, just – because it, it was such a, a huge weight. Every Bronco fan who lived through the 80s will point to the Super Bowl 32. But, I mean, in recent history, that Super Bowl 50 was pretty damn special. I've always loved the defense. You know, I, I was a fan of Elway and stuff, but it's I've always loved the Broncos' Orange Crush-style defense of the 80s and the 90s and, and just through Champ Bailey all those years. So, I don't know. That was special. It was like That was like the one that that 1977 squad deserved it's the broncos offense in that 77 super bowl turned this turned the ball over eight times <laughs> I know. eight and they only gave up 27 points and one of those touchdowns was a bs bullshit call that was not a catch that they ruled a catch i just think that defense was so special and then for that 2015 squad to come out and and win one it just felt like redeeming that 77 orange crush squad with with a repeat of a defense just as great. Yeah, and how awesome. different would the Hall of Fame be if that Orange Crush defense had won the Super Bowl? Yeah, you no know shit, those Broncos those would be, be in there. there. Yeah, Lewis Wright, Randy Gratishar, even Tom Jackson. Um, all yeah. those guys would, would be Hall of Famers. Well, they are Hall of Famers. I mean, they're just not they in the be. Hall of Fame. So anyways, we're not going to go down that road. (laughs) Lion-O figurine action figure cannot take another beating uh, like it did uh, a couple weeks ago. He has no head, Jess. He can't even. I know. I got him back together. He's he's back together. 
it was touch and go there for a bit, but but everything's back to normal to keep it fresh. It was the Atlanta Broncos Super Bowl, Super Bowl 33. It was at the the uh, college bar, which was the bar that was closest to the college. And <laughs> with our luck, of course, there happened to be a, a table of Atlanta Falcon fans, and they were completely wrecked, just like drunk and obnoxious. And when the game started, it was, Atlanta! you know, and they're like, just just Dirty totally birds. ridiculous yeah the yeah exactly yeah and i loved slowly as they got quieter and quieter and quieter <laughs> and then we got louder and louder <laughs> and then rod smith caught that incredible bomb and then we looked over and they were gone we don't know where they yeah. were <laughs> we don't know what happened we went out got champagne after that because you know after spending all day uh, at a, at bar. a bar, yeah. Uh, I I actually still have my commemorative Super Bowl thirty three glass. I got a set of four of them, uh, and immediately broke one uh, <laughs> leaving the bar. Uh, but I still have I still have one of them. Yeah, we went and got Chinese food and drank more because you know when you are in Santa Fe, New Mexico, you go get yourself some Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was, and it was, it wasn't some fancy highfalutin Chinese food place. No, no, this was the buffet. Yeah, uh, it was Peking. like, a, it, yeah, it was, it was like a bucket scoop, and you know, yeah, it was real. It was something special. It, uh, you'll be shocked to hear that it I'm went out of business uh, <laughs> shortly. I'd be less shocked to hear that you were sick the rest of the night, but <laughs> oh, I'm sure I was. Uh, it gets real fuzzy, real fuzzy after the Chinese food. So. Yeah, and it was college, and uh, I did go to art school, so I don't know what to tell you all. <sighs> what about you, Lori? What is what is your high point? Easily, it's when John Mobley knocked down Brett Favre's pass. Like, I know that's so iconic, but honestly, I think when most people talk about Super Bowl Thirty Two, they mostly oh. talk about the helicopter, and they talk about Elway, um, or they talk about Terrell Davis. But, or at water knocking John yeah, Mobley. Yeah, knocking uh, himself out. <laughs> <laughs> or Eddie Mack laying that block on that dude. That was yeah. so good. Oh, so, good. So there's a lot of moments. But I've always felt like if John Mobley does not get that, that knockdown right there, if he doesn't bat that ball down, we don't win. Because – I, you know, if they complete that pass, I think they easily score. Okay, you say that now, but it hindsight is twenty twenty. Brett Favre might have found a way to lose that game. Still, he might have, but he also <laughs> might have found a way to win. Like having defense essentially seal that game, it was thrilling. I was at a party and I was in graduate school, and most everybody there. They weren't Broncos fans, but they were rooting for the Broncos because of John Elway. So it was really fun because. Everybody was drinking and on my side. He bats down that ball, and I just went into the victory dance, running around the living room. <laughs> They're like, whoa, whoa, is that Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend there? I know. Oh, wait, we don't know who that is yet. Yeah. <laughs> so that's prob- that is definitely my b- biggest Super Bowl high. And it happened. I was just, I'll add it, it happened so quick because Steve Atwater did knock himself out, and there was like a timeout. And yeah, were- yeah. It was focused on the sideline. Then all of a sudden, boom, there's Brett Favre. And he's stamping the ball. You're like, oh, my God, what's, what's happening? And when, when it Knocked hit the ground, away. Oh, oh, man. That's the part where 
Oh, baby, they're going to win this thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I see. I, I was out. I wasn't local, so I didn't hear. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the guy that I watched the Super Bowl with, his family, uh, I, I was in his dorm room. We, we'd been friends for like a year. So there you go. There's the span of our friendship. Um, <laughs> very bonded. firmly rooted in Denver Broncos uh, uh, fanhood. Fanship? Fanhood. Fanship? Fanhood. Fanhood. <laughs> Thank you. I needed a ruling and you got it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we were, because of the three Super Bowls in the 80s, we uh, were holed up uh, in his dorm room uh, with no one else around. It was just three, bron- it was me, him, and another guy. And we were in hiding because we, we knew what could happen and, and we were favored to lose again and and uh, and so yeah, we were, of course we were going to watch, but we weren't going to uh, you know put up fireworks or <laughs> go nuts or with the air horns. And then when they did win, uh, air horns, fireworks, and you'll be shocked to hear this Chinese buffet <laughs> because Santa Fe, because Santa Fe, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so. So what about Buffalo? Should we open this up? Should it should it just be like should it should it not be Broncos related? Can it be Broncos related? Can it be like playoffs like your like AFC championship? We've seen a lot of <laughs> a lot of Super Bowls, so that means we we got a lot to draw on. Um I don't remember our... any other Super Bowls except Broncos. So mine's going to be Broncos related, but you two can do whatever well, you want. All right. Well, I'll I'll go first. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For me, it was the Super Bowl where they had Michael Jackson singing. <laughs> I was like a huge fan when I was like really little when he came out with like Thriller when I was a little kid. Yeah. But I just remember like the show was freaking amazing. See, most Super Bowls are so boring like that. I haven't liked yeah. it. Well, see, that's the thing. I remember the, the, the halftime show more than yeah. the Super Bowl. And I'm not a halftime show kind of guy. I'm a, I'm a football kind of guy. And But no, that was – I just remember that. It was like – it was just crazy to see all the fans. It was like one of the biggest production things I had ever seen at that point as a small-town kid. So, My Buffalo moment – does not involve the Buffalo Bills. It involves uh, the Oakland Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I was at a Super Bowl party watching that. Chiefs fans there. There were Charger fans there. All the Raider fans left 
uh, half time. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, uh, it, it, there was a lot of uh, AFC West embracing, like the Raiders cannot win this. This is good. Like, you know, we hate each other, but it, we all kind of came together uh, to root against the Raiders. And that was good. Uh, and then I left that Super Bowl party. Uh, I, I live with two other guys. And um, one of the guys was like, he's a big Packer fan, but he's also like kind of like a pseudo Raiders fan. I, he may have just done it just to like get at me. I don't know. But he had had too much to drink. And so I, I show up at my house and she'd been there like three minutes. And he's just like on the couch, like with his shirt kind of up over his belly. And he's like, Raiders! Raiders! <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just kind of like oh oh well hi good to see you let's go <laughs> <laughs> let's go get chinese oh yeah right <laughs> yeah uh i left my atm card uh wherever i had bought the beer and so i had no money and it's fine my uh my date uh picked up the tab and and we went up to this beautiful overlook off of uh Mulholland Highway it was like oh this is like the perfect moment and that's when the police arrived um <laughs> the police showed up and they're like what are you doing up here and we're like well we're just you know uh he's like you got to be careful up here bill cosby's son died like two blocks away from here like you this is dangerous and i was like oh well it's really pretty for being so dangerous and they're like we're not going to write you a ticket and i'm like well that's very kind of you thank you for not writing me a ticket for just standing here on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> so it was a memorable date uh one that i get to relive uh from time to time because that woman later went on to be um the my wife and the uh mother of my two children oh i knew i knew you were gonna say that. i was gonna guess it before you said uh. that well, I was thinking, no way he's going to tell all these, all these details about a date if this doesn't turn out to be his wife. <laughs> right? Did you already do yours? You already, I did not no, do you, my You did buffalo. not do your buffalo. Yours is Bronco related, so this is a good segue into uh, this, this uh, Sunday's game. So Yeah. So my buffalo is Super Bowl 50 because I got to cover it for Mile High Report, so I got to be there. And honestly, I've heard of that. The best? Yeah. It's, good. it's kind of a little website. You should check it out. But here's the funny, a funny story about this. The whole week to interview the Broncos for that whole media week, which as a reporter is awesome. As a football player, I have to think it is the worst part of going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so this is my moment. So by the, the, the last day, they put Peyton Manning in a big area where he's got like a whole stage. I'm like sitting in the front row and I've been practicing like how I'm going to say my question and, you know, hoping I get to be asked a question. And so I'm like, I am literally front row of this press conference and Peyton Manning calls on me and I'm just like, oh shit, <laughs> like I'm in front of 300 people and I'm going to ask a question. I got to do this. All the questions that whole week, if you, if you saw any of it, it was all about him being old. His last, is this his last Super Bowl? You know, how can a 40-year-old quarterback win a Super Bowl? Can he win? Does it, is it going to be the defense? Like, it was just such, you know, annoying, tired Legitimate old... questions? Yeah, but the same <laughs> questions all week. Like I know. I remember it. It was annoying. Forced, I felt so sorry for all of them. Same questions. Nobody has anything original. How's so, your neck? So I stood up and asked him about... 
his center, Matt Paradis, who... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and asked, if, you know, because he had made a comment about Matt Paradis being a really smart center, and I asked him if he could compare him to his center, Jeff Saturday, that he had, you know, long-time center at the Colts. And he... He stood there, he talked for like five minutes um, on my question and talked about how great Jeff Saturday was and how Matt had a lot of the same qualities and he was really, he's really intelligent and he really helped run the offense. And so I was like high-fiving myself that I asked a, like a, a different question that nobody else had thought to ask and had kind of a, a you know, a cool angle. Right then is when, I don't know if you remember, Snoop Dogg was there. And Snoop Dogg asked Peyton Manning it's something about buying pizza in Colorado. This is vaguely comes so, back to me. Literally, in all fairness, Snoop Dogg doesn't remember asking yeah, that right. either. So everyone in the world that's like media that's tweeting at that moment is tweeting about Snoop Dogg, except for me, because I'm like so focused on how I just, you know, asked Peyton Manning a great question and I'm gonna have a great story. And and everyone else is like has video, and I was literally seven feet from Snoop Dogg, but he was behind me a little bit. I heard the question, and everybody laughed about the pizza, but I didn't know it was him because I was so focused on my notes and writing down my question. And so I actually saw it on social media, and I was like, "Well, I'll be damned! I was right there, and I'm the only one in the world with no viral video of Snoop Dogg asking Peyton Manning a question." <laughs> I, I apologize to Kyle. He's like, ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, who's who's Kyle? <laughs> you got to tell people who hey, Kyle friend, is. Friend of the show. Yeah. A friend of our show. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying you got to tell people who yeah. he is. Like, Kyle's not the... Kyle he Montgomery, was... former editor of Mile High Report. A.K.A. Tim... Brutal Overlord. Yeah. Tim had him Tim had him killed. It was, <laughs> it's like, it was quite a coup. Oh, that's funny. Oh, well, that was the high, the low, and the buffalo of uh, Super Bowls, um, which now turns our attention to this Sunday. The San Francisco 49ers, uh, former uh, Broncos, uh, uh, John Lynch, uh, uh, Ben Garland, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Shanahan the Younger uh, on the 49ers versus uh, the Chiefs of Kansas City. Uh, they have a quarterback. He sounds a little like Kermit the Frog. Uh, who do you got in this, Lori? Niners. <laughs> All the way. Okay. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna help. They're gonna help us out. They know. John Lynch knows he's winning this for Elway as much as he's winning it for his own. <laughs> well, being as GM. Elway will be top of John Lynch's mind come Sunday. <laughs> right. I'm sure. <laughs> What do you think, Tim? What, you got any analysis you want to offer forth? Yeah, 49 also jump out to an early lead, and uh, the Chiefs will win 48-23. to Oh, you've got to stop with that. Why are you such, I mean, so defeatist? Like, what, what? Why do you think that's – I mean, yes, I did win the Fantasy Football League, <laughs> and, and that is a cute argument. However, it, it does not hold any water. We'll see you in the week. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not watching the game anyway, so I don't really care. 
Why? You gotta watch. I hate it. the 49ers and I hate the Chiefs. Why would well, I? Watch? Well, okay. So what are you gonna do instead? What are you going to be? Um, my daughter's visiting, um, so we're probably gonna go out and do something on Sunday. She can watch you have a beer. She can watch me have a beer. <laughs> we'll go do. We'll go do something. I think we're gonna go sledding. And... What about you, Lori? What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Excellent question. I'll watch it casually, but. Lori. <laughs> I don't I, I to be honest I I actually do care a little bit more about this one than I have the last couple because you know the last couple with New England it was like it's just so boring. This one I care cuz I hate the Chiefs so much. I don't want them to win that I I do really want the Niners to win. But if the if the Chiefs start winning by a lot, I'm turning it off. I won't watch that train wreck. Months ago before we you know before well, all right, let me let me phrase it this way. Months ago, when the Broncos had a remote prayer of possibly playing in the Super Bowl, so we're talking before the season began, um, <laughs> my buddy, who actually, you listeners of this show who also listen to uh, MHR uh, radio, uh, the, the fancy voice that you hear welcoming you to uh, uh, Adam and Ian's show, uh, that is my friend, Brandon Bell, uh, and he is a radio guy, and, uh, and he uh, has invited me out to Las Vegas uh, to a lavish casino extravaganza party, uh, and he's asked me every year since um, uh, like 2005, and I've told him no every year, except for this year. This year, I am flying to Las Vegas, and I will be at that party. Uh, at the Westgate, I will be wearing my Emmanuel Sanders jersey. Uh, he asked me what I was going to wear, and uh, I didn't. I didn't know. I was like, "Wait, is this like I have to wear a jersey? Is that like a thing? You have to wear a jersey to this thing?" And he's like, "Well, I'm wearing a Mark Schlereth jersey, so it would be awkward if you didn't." And so, so <laughs> I uh, went through my closet, and I'm like, "You know what? Emmanuel Sanders is playing in this. Yeah, he's you know he's a homie. We got a, We got. He's a friend of the show, uh, which is most important." And uh, and he doesn't like DMAC, so let's let's do it. That's right. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not wearing your Ben Garland jersey. He didn't make any. He, he, <laughs> you'll be surprised to know that he, not even Ben Garland has a Ben Garland Broncos jersey, which is like so weird. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's it's good good for him for finally making it off the practice squad. He was he was on the practice <laughs> in case in case you weren't following last week. Uh, we talked about how he had been on the Bron uh, the Broncos practice squad for no fewer than fifteen years, um, and so so we are very proud of Ben Garland and his Air Force roots. Uh, good for him. Uh, uh, don't screw this up, buddy. Uh, we're all counting on you. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pressure. And no hopefully pressure. we're actually celebrating on Saturday night the induction of Steve Atwater to the Hall of Fame. See, I didn't want to mention it because I didn't want to – I just didn't want to jinx anything. <sighs> Should I go put on my underwear just in case? I can. <laughs> I know where they are. They've got. I. They are still around. Uh, they do have a big hole in them, though. But I. <laughs> I. Tr I tried to swap out lucky pair of game day underwear, and you guys might remember a four game losing skid uh, from earlier this year, uh, and that was when I switched back and things started getting back on track. So, uh, 
needless to say. Although they're kind of like weird. Like, I don't know. I, this is like a thing. Anyone who's like tried to buy underwear online, uh, it's hard. Like, if you're like, I just want to buy a pair of orange underwear. That's all I want. And it's like, you get all sorts of like short shorts and like banana hammocks and like really weird stuff. <laughs> and like, I, it's like, I can't, it was, it was, it was really oh, tough. Uh, I'm going to choose my words very carefully. It was very tough. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, and I ended up with the, the the surrogate pair of game day underwear that I tried to replace the 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 tried and true ones with. Uh, they are like they go like past the knee, which is very strange. Uh, I there's no way to know that they would go past the knee uh, when I ordered them. Um, however, uh, that's what I've got, and uh, and I'm you know I'm trying to make the most of it. <laughs> Lori, Lori is about to spaz out, and I think Tim is doing his taxes. Like he's, he's like, oh I was preparing the mystery question. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh my goodness! At <laughs> that time, go past. Has any underwear ever gone past the knee except what they wore in the eighteen hundreds? Like, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's uh. There's also what what is the what is the stuff that goes under wedding dresses the the tool there's there's like tool to it uh, oh there's, yeah there's uh there's um the netting part there's a half there's a half corset yeah that's, uh <laughs> snaps in I this I I you know this is the last time I order orange underpants from the internet again <laughs> all right Tim you got a mystery question for us I do so which team has the most AFC West championships over the last 15 seasons? The Broncos. How many? <laughs> Quick, three, two, one. Ah, I got you. Four. Seven. Five. Five. No, six. Six. Chiefs with five, Chargers with four. But the reason this is the mystery question, which the team, team has none? The Raiders. Oh. Las Vegas? Raiders. 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 <laughs> the Chargers do? When yeah. did the Chargers win yeah. this? Uh, Mike Shanahan got fired because of the Chargers, remember? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, no, he got fired because he couldn't win one game out of like the last five. The last three. And then the Chargers won the last one 51 to 21. It was, it was a nightmare. Uh, Only because I was in San Diego uh, surrounded by Charger fans. Yeah. Surrounded by, so was it like a family? Were you at Sizzler? Uh, no, I was surrounded by family at a Broncos bar, but all Charger fans were there. It was, it sucked. No, and they're all laughing at me and cheering because their team won the division with an eight and eight record. I was like, oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then they didn't get a Tebow moment. I thought you were going to talk Tebow there for a second. So well, I, I made fun of. I, him I wanted like, to skunk yeah. you on that, so I got to Tebow before you could. Yeah. I made yeah, I made fun of him like uh, you know, and then three years later we have Tebow, but he won a playoff game, so haha. <laughs> By the way, if we end up with Philip Rivers, we're gonna have to revisit the podcast where Tim was sure that we were gonna sign Philip Rivers in the offseason. We have a better he chance can't. of signing Reggie Rivers to be our quarterback. There's no <laughs> He's way. Gonna play in Florida. He's gonna play in Florida. You're rolling with Rivers. Hey, yeah, no, I know.
I like to believe that Elway is done with the retread thing. Like, like I if, like if you, to believe it too. You get burned by Flacco, like you don't go back to the well right away. Like you're gonna need some recovery time. Yeah. What are you gonna do with Flacco, Lori? You better with- save that for another show. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Thank you so much for listening to this installment of Something Something Broncos. You can listen to us every Thursday unless we publish on Wednesday or Friday. (laughs) It's up to us uh, when we go, but usually it's on Thursday. All right, so you've been listening to Something Something Broncos with Lori Lattimore-Volkman, Tim Lynch. I am Jess Place. We'd like to thank our special guest, uh, Officer Westbrook, for his or her their kind attention to Lori and getting her back on the podcast uh, so that we could do our show. Thank you so much for listening. Go 49ers and uh, God bless you. (laughs) I can't believe you remembered the name you used. I know. Correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both up, both fouls were on the kicking team. Is the saying? Come on, you're the English. It is, yes. The person. better part of valor. Is that is that right? The better yep. part? That sounds so ineloquent. We're all in our forties now, right? <laughs> yep, still. Still in our forties. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com.